audacity will surely get up and give you as much as you need so i say to you ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and the door will be opened to you amen amen hallelujah also tonight we are believing god for a powerful and a glorious word of god hallelujah Amen. i would like to read from the book of luke chapter 10 let us read from verse number 38 even though we covered from verse number 41 on our reading as jesus and his disciples were on their way he came to a village where the woman named Martha opened their home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all preparation that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, do you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself. Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, Lord, Jesus answered. You are worried and upset of, about many things. Hallelujah. Amen. But few things are needed. Indeed, one, only one. Mary has chosen what is better. It, it will be not taken away from her. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. First of all, the Bible tells us about um, these two sisters. I want you to understand. These two sisters the Bible is talking about. Know that these are the sisters of Lazarus. Hallelujah. Amen. Mary and Martha. The Bible said that one day Jesus Christ was passing by that side, but he entered their house. When he entered their house, there were two sisters. One of the sisters' name was Martha. Martha, when Jesus Christ entered, she began to be busy. She was busy cooking. She was busy cleaning. She was actually not just cooking. She was cooking for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. But Mary, the Bible said that when she heard that Jesus Christ had come into the house, she sat down. She began to listen to Jesus Christ. She began to focus. She did not want everything, nothing to distract her. I don't know whether out of laziness or what, but she was focused. She did not want to be distracted. But Martha was so busy, and she was like, Jesus, don't you care that I'm busy alone? Then can't you see that my sister is not doing anything? Only thing that she's doing, she's sitting, just listening to you. And you know what Jesus Christ said? Jesus said that, Martha, you know what is important is what Mary is doing. What is important is that she sit down and she listen to the word of God. She sit down and she begin to feed on the word of God. And this thing, what she's doing, she is very, very much important. It will not be taken from her. Actually, also you, you think I'm in your, and what Jesus Christ was saying that, you think I'm in your house to look for something to eat. You don't know. No, I, he's not looking for anything. But he's here to teach. What was important to him was to do what? Was to teach. Was to give the word of God. And he was looking for people who can focus. People who can listen to the word of God. Like Mary. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. It is important to be a listener of the word of God. To be a student of the word of God. So that there are many things. Like, so like this one. Martha thinks that, hey, Jesus Christ needs food. I need to prepare a nice meal for Jesus Christ. But Jesus Christ was looking for a listener. 
somebody who will listen to the word of God, somebody who will value the word of God. You know, some people, they, they can't focus. Whereas one thing is needful, just to focus and you feed on the word of God. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. To be a student of the word. I want, I want us to go back to really just understand one, two, and two fundamentals. That, you know, Jesus Christ said that if, if you want to see somebody, whether this person is my disciple, whether this person is serious about me, he doesn't say this is a person who get a miracle. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. But Jesus said that is somebody who will listen to his word. Most of the time he will talk about this thing that he wants us to be the listener, to be the student of what? Of his word. And after that, to be the people who apply his word. After when we listen to what? To the word. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Then that's why to Jesus Christ, when you find somebody who is a student of the word, who is a listener of the word, the Bible said that Jesus Christ was happy. He said, Martha, I, I understand what you're talking about. You are busy with the hard chores. You are busy preparing food for me. But this time I'm looking for the student of the word. Because he knew that a person who will listen to the word will be the one who will know what is in his heart and will be the one who will tomorrow will do what he wanted. But the person who's just busy with many things, this person will not know what is in the heart of the Lord and tomorrow won't know what to do. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. But the person who hears the word of God, that person will, because out of the word, the word of God introduces us to him. He introduces him to us. Without the word of God, we don't know him. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Without the word of God, we don't, know, we don't do what? We don't know him. But based on the word of God, we do what? We know him and we can fellowship with him. When we have done what? When we have listened to the word of God. That's why what Mary was doing was more important. Somebody who can listen to the word of God. Somebody who can stand what? The word of God. You know, some people, hey, they can't stand the word of God. Some people, when they hear the word of God, they think, ah, that maybe this is, I don't know. Jesus Christ valued the word of God more than the miracle he performed. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus Christ valued what? The word of God more than the miracle he performed. He will say that, hey, even if somebody, he does not say that. If you want to find out whether somebody is my disciple, is somebody who gets a miracle. No. He will say, anybody will listen to my word and put it into practice. This one is my Amen. disciple. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Can we go to the book of Matthew chapter 5? Matthew chapter 5. Okay, let us go to Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7, verse 9, from verse number 24. The Bible says that, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and put them into practice is like a wise man who built his house where? On the rock. The rain came down. The stream rose. The wind blew and it beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it has its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the streams rolled, the wind blew and beat against that house. 
and it fell with a great crash. Hallelujah. Then Jesus Christ here is saying that anyone who listened to his word, after that he put them into practice, is like a wise man who do what? Who built his house on top of the rock. Even when the trouble comes, even when the challenges comes, even when the storms of life come, the Bible said that he is this kind of a house. It will stay stable. It will stay unshaken. It won't fall down. It will remain the test of time. But somebody who hear his word and never put it into practice. Jesus Christ said that this person is like a foolish person. When it is time to build his house, he built his house on top of the sand. Without a strong foundation, when the problem, when the streams, when the heavy rains, when the storms of life, the Bible said that this storm, it will hit against the house and it will fall with a great crash because he does not have the foundation. He's not built on top of the rock. Are you getting what I'm saying? But somebody who listened to the word of God, who is a student of the word, and who is a word practitioner, that person, the foundation will be strong. I'm not, Jesus Christ doesn't say somebody who gets a miracle. No. He's talking about somebody who have listened to the word, who have practiced the word. That person, the Bible say that, their life, their career, their finances, their things will stand. Because they have built their life, they have structured their life, they have structured their health, they have structured their career. Based on what? Based on the word of God. What you are feeding yourself today, it will determine what you will stand tomorrow. If you are standing, you are feeding yourself on the word of God. And you become a believer of the word of God. And you become the word practitioner. Tomorrow, come what may. Come what kind of a season. You will stand. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. You will be unshakable Christian. You will be a Christian who will stand. But to somebody, because there is a difference. There is a difference between somebody who have listened to the word of God and put it into practice and somebody who just have heard about Jesus Christ. There are people who just have heard about Jesus Christ. The experience about just hearing, it doesn't help. But the experience of listening to him, after listening to his word and you put it into practice, it build a foundation in your life. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Can we go to the book of First Peter? First Peter chapter one. La kata bazon tarabashi kati bradiezeva. Hey, from verse number twenty-four, the Bible says that all people are like grass; all their glory is like flowers of the field. It's like the flowers of the field, the grass withers and fall, but the word of the Lord endures forever. And this is the word that was preached to you. The Bible said that everything is like flowers of the field. Everybody, if their life is not built based on the word, based on the word of God, their grass, their glory is like the the grass of the field, their glory, it fades away in time. You know, the flower today is so beautiful. Tomorrow, the same flower is so dry. You won't tell the kind of the beauty it used to possess. But the Bible says that, no. La Katarabayanda. Hallelujah. The word of God endures forever. This is the word that was preached to you that means now when you are the listener of the word of god 
and not just a listener, but a word practitioner, that you now begin to apply that word in every sectors of your life. You begin to build your career based on the word. You begin to build your family based on the word. You begin to live your life based on the word. You begin to live. You begin to build your finances based on the word. You are building a strong foundation that will do what? That will stand forever. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's why Jesus Christ was saying that, hey, Martha, leave Mary alone. Mary is building her future. Mary is building her future. Let the word come to Mary. Let her hear the word of God. Let her prepare for the future. And indeed, Mary, she was seated down. Mary, she was not shaken. Mary, she was not distracted. Mary, she was not focusing in many things, but she was focusing on what? On the word of God. How you are, how much you are investing on the word of of God today, it will determine what you will stand tomorrow. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Look at all the disciples. He was not only feeding them with miracles, he fed them with word more than anything. He too will tell them the secrets of the kingdom when they go even in the house. Together, out there he will talk in parables. But in the disciples he will teach them so that the word of God that endures forever can be part of them. No matter, that's why after that, they end up being an apostle. After that, they could stand what may. I don't know what uh, whether you are hearing that one. Amen. They could stand what may because of what? Of the word of God which was invested in you. Hallelujah. Wow, verse number 42 of Luke chapter 10 said that. But few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. May the time that you spend in the word of God, may it never be taken from us in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Let us go a bit better because there is a lot of things to cover. In the book of Luke chapter 11 verse number 1. One day Jesus Christ was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples to pray. He said to them, when you pray, say, your father, uh, say, father, hello be thy name. Hey, let your kingdom come. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me teach you. Here is Jesus Christ teaching his disciples how to pray. When he said that, our father in heaven, hello be thy name. That is worship. I don't know whether you are getting that one. Hallelujah. Amen. He's saying that when you approach God, don't start by just asking. When you approach God, first of all, worship Him. Hallelujah. Amen. Begin to tell Him how great He is. Begin to tell Him how wonderful He is. Before you just tell Him, this is what I need. He's talking about when you are spending your time where? In prayer. First of all, before you can bubble him, what is the problem? What is the challenge? You now tell him, hello be thy name. That before you say even your kingdom come, hello be what? Hello be thy name. First of all, you are worshiping him. You are telling him how great he is. Because God loves what? Worshippers. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. He enjoys worshippers more than they ask those who are asking. He enjoys what? Worshippers the most. Imagine if you have got somebody who always come to you asking, asking for something. This person only come to ask. He never come to help you. He never come to bless you with anything. Only thing he come to ask, that person will be wearing you. I don't know that you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. 
Amen. But somebody who comes first of all to worship him. It's like God Almighty. He wants first of all those he wants to surround himself with those who will come to do what? To worship him. That's why the Bible said that God is a spirit. His worshipers must do what? Must worship him in spirit and in truth. In heaven, like that's what we were talking about a few days ago. In heaven, they are not really asking those angels. The 24 elders, they are not really asking. They are first of all doing what? They are worshiping him. Hallelujah. They are glorifying him. Then this tells you what God wants first. When you approach him, do what? Glorify him. Hallelujah. Amen. Worship him first. Hallelujah. Amen. After that, you go like, yes, hey, Lord, be your name. You are worshiping. Let your kingdom come. Let the Lord, hey, as you are worshiping him, his praises, as the praises go up, his glory come down. Then you say, let your what? Your kingdom come. Automatically, his kingdom is coming. Automatically, the Lord is invading the land. He's invading your house. He's invading your face by what? Worshiping him. Hallelujah. When you say let your kingdom come, it's the similar thing when you say that. Let your will be done. Let your will be done. Can I tell you something? You know, heaven here on earth the authority over earth it was given to adam hallelujah when it was given to adam meaning what god cannot just do anything over earth unless he finds somebody to agree with i don't know whether you're hearing what i'm saying you find that god has got lots of plans sometimes they've got lots of plans for your family Sometimes they've got lots of plan for your village, for your city, for your country, for all over the world. But it doesn't mean that God automatically will just invade the land and begin to do things. I don't know whether you are getting that one. Amen. He needs somebody to pray his will. He needs somebody to invite him in order for his will and his kingdom. Amen. To begin to take over your life, hallelujah. Amen. To begin to take over your family, to begin over to take over your country. That's why he needs somebody to pray what his will, somebody to agree with him, to say that let your will be done. I don't know whether you are getting that one. Amen. Because one thing that you must understand is that God is a gentleman. As God is like a gentleman, that means he does not just invade. That's why you will never just find where, hey, God is doing this and that alone without a human being that God is agreeing with. That means he needs somebody to operate. Hey, I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. This is what you need to understand as somebody who's a prayerful person, who's living a prayerful life that God needs your prayers. You think, hey, your prayers are important to God. And God needs your what? Your prayers. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Say fire. Sometimes you are praying there. Shakala, brazonta, kabazanta, rabaya. Then now God begin to agree with you. God begin to use your prayers in order to operate in your family, in order to operate in your life, in order to operate in your country. And when you're praying, and this kingdom begin to do what? To invade. Hallelujah. Whereas it is not so with the devil. The devil in order to go and operate in somebody's life, in, in order to operate in somebody's family, in order to operate in the country. First of all, yes, he will need a, first, a person to agree with, with. 
so that he can he can that person can orchestrate and invoke the spiritual dimension in the other kingdom and that person when they agree with these spirits those spirits can now begin to do what to operate hallelujah but when he go to operate in many places he operates like a thief just to go there without even consulting anybody to go to steal to kill and to destroy hallelujah but as we are in the kingdom of the light as we are praying god is using your prayers as you are praying you are praying god is using your prayers to to operate in your life to operate in your family to operate in your country hallelujah after that you know our usual scripture verse number three where the bible said that give us each day our daily bread he said what give us each day what our daily bread why a daily bread we have talked about this many times a daily bread because god wants us to depend upon him so that we may not pray once a week we may not pray once a month we will not pray once a year he wants us to depend upon him what in a daily basis that's why jesus christ said that here you must say what give us our what our daily bread yesterday when we were praying when we were talking about this we said that when you are praying um sometimes you are not even praying because there's no bread in your house i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying you are not praying because there's no food in your house there you are asking for the daily bread even when the fridge is full you are praying also for your job not because you are not working i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying some people they don't know this they will wait until things when they are bad that's when they go like oh god no food now in the fridge oh god give me my daily bread no you pray your daily bread when the fridge fridge is full so that it must never be empty you pray for your job not when you are still working not because you don't have a job hallelujah yes you pray for peace even when there is peace in your house when there is peace in your family when there is peace in your country you pray for peace so that the peace must never be empty it must always overflow hallelujah you don't wait for your husband when things are not going well now you are now begin to pray oh god look at my husband is no 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 i don't know that you are getting what i'm saying you pray for peace you pray for love you pray for joy every day even even when things are well and i'm telling you god will make sure that things are always what are always well hallelujah may things be always well in our life in jesus name may things be always well in our families in jesus name always well in our country in jesus name verse number four forgive us our sins as we forgive everyone who sins against us hey forgive us. this one is very very much important to do what to tell god to do what to forgive what your sins i don't know what you're saying every day you must let the blood of jesus christ cleanse you of your sin i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying because sometimes sin hinders your prayers sin do what hinders your prayers sometimes even when the devil when he want to attack you sometimes he will attack you first of all with sins when he attack you with sin then he find a way to do what to attack you then a christian must be always free of what of sins but listen to me sometimes you sin without knowing i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying there is a sin that you know that okay this is wrong 
but sometimes without knowing you have done something wrong. You are not even aware that you have done something wrong. Then that's why it's very, very much important to apply what? The blood of Jesus to wash away all of our sins. Actually, that's what in, in these services, that's what we do every time we start our prayers. You will hear saying that, Lord Jesus Christ, wash me with your blood. Hallelujah. So that there must never be anything that will hinder our relationship with God. There must be nothing that can hinder our prayers. There must be nothing that will will hinder us. As we ask him to do what? To forgive us our sins. Hallelujah. And listen to this one. This one is very, very much important. God forgives our sins as we forgive others. It's like, forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who has sinned against us. Let me tell you this. Then make sure that you don't hold grudges. Make sure that you don't hold everybody in your heart. Forgive everybody what they are sins. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because when you hold somebody in your, with your heart, you are blocking yourself. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that lead us not into temptation. When the Bible said that lead us not into temptation, because before the sin begins, the first point he first lead the devil lead you to temptation that you can fall into sin. But now when you, you pray that God must orchestrate things so that you must not do what? You must not fall into temptation. Amen. Some of the temptation, God must stop them before they approach you. Hallelujah. Amen. Can you say, oh God. Oh, God. oh Holy Ghost. Lead me not into temptation. Deliver me from evil. In the name of Jesus. Let me tell you this. We are wrapping up right now. Listen to this one very carefully. It's very, very much important point. You know, the moment sometimes when you're calling Holy Ghost fire, there may be a trap sent, sent that when you reach this trap, you're going to fall into temptation. When you arrive, I don't know whether you're getting that one. When you arrive at this trap, you're going to fall what? Into temptation. But when you say Holy Ghost fire, the power of God, destroy that temptation before you reach it. I don't know whether you're hearing what I'm saying. Amen. The power of God destroy that trap, the trap of an attack, the trap of temptation, and He will deliver us. You what? Or from that temptation? Hallelujah! Amen. Then tonight I want you to pray. I want you to stand up and begin to talk to the Lord, that the Lord deliver you from evil. May the Lord deliver you from evil. As you are apply, help you to apply the word, help you to love the word, so that you can be a person who loves the world, a person who can sit on the feet of Jesus Christ. As you are praying, raise those 21 prayer points because we are still on our 21 days prayer and fasting. Those who can begin to pray right now. Begin to pray the will of the Father. Begin to pray for the kingdom of God to come right now. La Catarabashanda Rabayendi Mandala Bazunta Rabajanda Raba Likata Pasunta Rabayandi Mandala Bazunta Rabayandi Korabasunta Rabayanda was saying, O Lord, deliver us from evil and lead us not into temptation. We are praying also for your kingdom to come. Mantaka Mandaraba Jandaraba 
la kutaraba pre 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 talk to the lord mandala bazunta rabazunda rabayande mantala bashanta rabayanda raba la tarabashanda rabayande mantaka pasunta raba and we are praying for our daily bread in every sector of our life we are praying for our daily bread our daily bread of our finances our daily bread for our jobs our daily bread every daily bread we are praying oh lord supply peace supply joy supply peace supply joy supply provision Say Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Fa, 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 I command them to the abbeys. Say anything. Which is not of God in my body, in my family, in my career, in my country, in my anything. In my finances, catch fire, catch fire, catch fire, catch fire, catch fire. I command Come Is blessed. My family is blessed. My career is blessed. Our countries are blessed. In the name of Jesus. From the presence of God, claim every blessing, claim every blessing. From the presence of God, claim. Ask everything you want from his presence right now. Ask anything you want. Begin to decree and declare what you want from his presence right now. The Lord is there in your house. The Lord is there where you are. Begin to ask anything that you want from his presence. Begin to ask anything that you want. As you ask it, receive it. 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 Mandala bazontarabayande. Mandala bazontarabayande. Wherever you are, just raise up your hands. Hallelujah. There is nobody who's not well, right? Amen. I'm about to pray. This prayer, I've prayed this prayer more than a thousand times i have prayed this powerful prayer and sooner or later every time i pray this prayer i know the lord always do something wonderful
Then I'm going to pray it for you. I pray every morning in the miracle service. Wherever you are, just close your eyes. And after this prayer, not even after this prayer, already some of your hands already, they are shining already. Some of you are going to feel that power of God there as I'm praying for you right now. Just close your eyes and pray for you. As a Father God Almighty, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I soak everybody under the sound of my voice into the blood of Jesus, into the fire of the Holy Spirit, as a fire, Holy Ghost, search, search and arrest every problem, every sicknesses, every curses, every bondage, every demon, as a Holy Ghost, every curses be broken. Every bondage be broken. As a father, stretch out your hand and touch everybody. Touch everybody. Heal every manner of sicknesses in the name of Jesus. Solve every manner of problems in the name of Jesus. And as a father to that person who's looking for a job, Who's looking for every help? Father, bless us. Let there be peace in our lives. Peace in our families. Let there be peace in our countries. Let there be favor everywhere we go. And I command every prayer request to turn into a testimony. Let it turn into a testimony, oh Father. Yes. I speak victory in every side. Victory in every side. And as a father, just for a sign, I command all of our hands to shine. Let them shine for your glory today. Just to show that you have answered our prayers. Every prayer request has been answered. Every prayer request has been answered. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I receive my healing, my blessings, my jobs, my cars, my houses, my money, my favor. I soak myself into the blood of Jesus, into the fire of the Holy Spirit. I will not die before my time. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be poor in my life. In my family, there is peace. There is joy. There is love. We are getting employed. We are driving. We will not die. Before our time. We are blessed. We are protected. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. If where you are, if you have got a torch right now, begin switch on that torch. Check your hands. They will be shining differently tonight. Some of your hands are going to see something like diamonds have been rubbed over those hands right now. Amen. Just check them. Just check them. Just check them. Just check them. They are shining. They are shining. Amen. Whose hands also are shining there? Check with with a touch. Mine is shining. Just raise up. Mine is shining. 
It's like it's like little little is looking looking like what there? It's like a silver dust, yes. It's happening because when I pray that prayer, there is an angel moving around as I speak wherever you are. The Lerato is in Soweto, the other one is in Venda, the other one is in Namibia, the other one is in Wusana. Check those hands with a torch. Those hands are shining now. They are shining. Amen. They will be shining like no other days. Those who can just raise up those hands right now. Stand up right now, raise up those hands right now. Even Tondi in Malanga, they are shining right now. They are shining right now. Also, your life will shine. I want to speak the words of blessings. Every time a lot of things in the spiritual realm are happening now. A lot of things. A lot of things. Yes. I, when I speak these words of blessing, just say amen. Our hands are blessing Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Everything that we touch shall be blessing Jesus' name. Amen. Every bad thing that we touch shall disappear in Jesus' name. Amen. I command our hands amen. to become money magnet in Jesus' name. Amen. With our hands, we shall touch billions of friends in Jesus' name. Wherever they have denied you, whatever you're going to touch right now, they will be approved in Jesus' name. Just touch your head and say, I am blessed. blessed. Say, I am healed. I am delivered. I am protected. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to say to you tonight, you are blessed and have a blessed night in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Bye-bye, everybody. Have a blessed night, day, and afternoon, and night. Amen. Bye-bye. 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 I worship you. I adore you. I adore you. Thank you.